I go Vonin. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek. And in this video, I want to talk about one of my kind of pet peeves about one of the mistakes that gets made often in movies relating to Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, any of that stuff, and that's pronunciation. Lord of the Rings, in the appendices at the end of Return of the King, has a very specific guide to pronunciation that nobody seems able to follow very well. And I just want to talk briefly about, you know, here's how these things are supposed to be pronounced. So without getting into any detail now, let's go ahead and just move into it. So let me start with the vowels. The vowels are the things that tend to get messed up the most just because they're the ones that in English have the most room to mess up. Uh, you know, in, in standard English, we can have A sound like A, A, A. You can have O sound like O, A. You can have, you know, two O sound like O. I mean, there's just tons of variation in English for vowel sounds, but in Elvish, or basically any language in Lord of the Rings, it's a lot more like what it would be in Spanish, for instance, where you've got one sound for any given vowel. There is no variation. A is always A. I is always I. E is always E. U is always U, and O is always O. I mean, that's it. There's no variation. There are no other vowel sounds unless you have a diphthong, which is two vowels put together for those of you who don't remember your English lessons. Um, so you've got different diphthongs that um, basically each one is you literally just kind of put the two vowel sounds together. A and I is A-E, which sounds like I. You know, I mean, you get I is not one letter. It's A-I put together as I. That's how it ends up being pronounced. That's the only way you get the I sound in any of Tolkien's languages, period. Uh, E-I is A. That's the only way you get the A sound. I mean, it's the same basic rule throughout. So, O-I is oi. A-E-O-E -E are kind of similar to A-I-O-I. -I. They're a little different. They're not, the sounds that those make are not really native to our modern English ear, but I mean, somebody like Tolkien who had studied an older English would probably be a little more familiar and therefore a little more fluent with trying to make those kinds of sounds. Uh, you've also got UI, which I've always found to be one of the hardest ones because it's the way that it describes it in the appendices is UI is pronounced more or less like ruin, but then you find it in you know, different places like the River Anduin and then Baranduin. And it's kind of a, when you see it in some words, it seems easy. And in some words, it seems like, it seems unnatural. But at any rate, that's, you know, one of them. So there's basic rules. They're all right there. But then in movies, you'll find people saying things like Faramir. There is no Faramir. There's no ah. I mean, there just isn't. <laughs> There's no Faramir. There's a Faramir. I don't know who this Faramir person you keep talking about is. So, you know, that's essentially the vowels. I mean, there's a few more diphthongs that I haven't mentioned, but the basic rules apply. I mean, you just look for the same type of rule and, you know, one vowel sound plus the other vowel sound just kind of smush together and you get the right thing. So uh, that that's basically the vowels. And it just, it drives me nuts because you got, you know, like, Gandalf. I hate Gandalf. Um, 
I mean, even I usually pronounce Gandalf Gandalf, but Gandalf, I can't stand that. That's just, it doesn't even make sense. And then, of course, Faramir. Uh, Aragorn is one that I can kind of understand, but, you know, you may have noticed in, in my videos, I try to pronounce it Aragorn, uh, because technically that is the correct way to pronounce it. It sound it, it's a little more, it, it takes a little more work, I guess, for a modern English ear to go Aragorn as opposed to Aragorn. But technically that's his name. And Legolas, not Legolas, not Legolas. That's another thing I'll get to is, is which emphasis, where the emphasis goes. Um, but Faramir and, and Gandalf, Gandalf are like some of the worst offenders in all of this. And, and Faramir, ugh, I just drives me nuts. So anyway, I'll leave vowels alone. Let's talk a little bit about the consonants. Consonants, by and large, are pretty easy. I mean, they don't really have a whole lot of um, variation the way that vowels do. But there is some in English. So it bears repeating that in... Tolkien's world, these only have basically one sound, with one exception. Um, and S is always S. If you want a Z sound, it's a Z. You don't get a Z, a Z sound out of an S. It just doesn't happen. So it's not Legolas, it's Legolas, period. Um, the one kind of weird exception to that rule is if an F is the last letter of a word, it gets pronounced like a V. It's kind of weird. So technically, it really should probably be Gandalf. Think about that. Uh, this doesn't happen very often. There's also a river named Nindalf, which again ends with F, but it it should be pronounced with a, a as a V. But in most cases, because F very rarely ends a word, it's almost always just a, f, a hard F. So there's that, and then there's. C, of course, is always pronounced like a K. It's never pronounced like a S. And you, basically the way Tolkien does it, elves use C, dwarves use K, but it's all the same sound, and it's kind of an aesthetic preference. Dwarves, he uses K for dwarves because it, it gives a little more of that impression of the hard stone type feel, whereas the elvish is more like a Latin, which Latin would use C, not K. So, I mean, you've got that. And then there's uh, a few other weird things about consonants too. There's uh, there's a of course in Tolkien's languages there is a separate um, letter for every consonant sound. So the or the those are their own letters. Those aren't you know th plus dh or I mean t plus h or you know anything like that. They're actually their own separate letter, kind of like in Spanish, where they have an extra letter for the ny sound or the y sound that's not the same as the others. So, I mean, you've got things like that in Tolkien as well. But um, the consonants tend to be pretty easy other than that. G is always hard g. It's never a j. That's reserved for j. And the only other really interesting thing that comes to mind is an r Again, there's a difference between Elvish and Dwarvish here. R is always either trilled in Elvish, kind of like a Spanish, or in Dwarvish, it's a more guttural. Duh. So the one, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a difference there, but it's never just a er. So, I mean, technically, Faramir is wrong on multiple levels. It should be Faramir. If you're really going for high high level pronunciation now I mean 
the R would probably not be too heavily trilled, and that's another thing that English speakers don't have a lot of practice with. But um, and similarly with Aragorn, I mean technically Aragorn, which if you actually pay attention to the movie, there's a place where um, there's a couple of places I think actually where you can kind of hear the voice of the ring calling to him. One of those is where they're on the top of uh, Amon Hin and Frodo is about to leave the Fellowship, and Aragorn is kind of resisting the the call of the ring, and it's saying, you know, you can hear it kind of quietly, and I think another place might be where they're at the Black Gate. I can't remember, uh, but it's it's actually a correct pronunciation there. It's it's giving you the ah ah for the the a sounds and then the r's are both trilled i mean that's that's legit correct pronunciation and it, it's funny that the only place where it pops up is when the ring is calling to him it's 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 odd but anyway that's that's actually an example of a pure correct pronunciation by tolkien's own rules so that's the consonants and i've already done the vowels now let's talk a little bit about the putting your emphasis on the right syllable. So, uh, emphasis on the right syllable, of course, uh, making a joke there. It's actually pretty similar to the way it works in Spanish. Generally speaking, if um, you either have the emphasis fall on the third to last or the second to last um, syllable, depending on how the word is formed. The general default is third to last. And so you see that in Aragorn, you see that in Legolas, of course, with names that are too short for that. Gimli, there is no third to last syllable, so it's, it's by default Gimli, the second to last syllable. The, the way you know whether it falls on the second to last syllable is if the, sec, if the, the consonant sound between um, the second to last and last syllable is actually two consonant sounds. Now, this is where what I said about the th sound and the t, you know, not being a t plus h comes in as really important because, um, so for example, Arathorn, Aragorn's father, th in his name is not two consonants. It's one consonant sound. And so the emphasis still falls on the first syllable, which is the third from the last, Arathorn, not Arathorn. Palantir is a different story. It's in T, so you've actually got two different vowels, I mean, uh, consonant sounds, in between the second to last and the last syllable. Palantir, as opposed to palantir. So you've got, that's basically how you know whether it falls on the second to last or the third to last. If it's got two consonant sounds right before the last syllable, then it's going to fall on the second to last um, syllable. The only other time that it's going to fall on the second to last syllable is if the the syllable the second to last syllable is a stressed or elongated vowel sound. So the plural of palantir is palantiri, and the reason it's palantiri and not palantiri, which just sounds so weird, um, is because if you actually read the word in in the written story, you see a little. Uh, what we would normally call an acute, I guess, uh, emphasis over the I, that last I, it has like a little 
um, diagonal dash over it, the same kind that you see in some other languages, that indicates that that vowel is a long vowel. So it's not just ear, it's ear. You know, it's, it's, it's a stretched out vowel sound. And that's why whenever you put the extra I and add another syllable at the end to make it plural, the emphasis shifts from the palantir to the palantiri because it's got that long vowel sound. Those are the only two times you get um, emphasis on the second to last syllable on a three plus syllable word is when you have the two consonant sounds before the last syllable or the last, the second to last vowel sound is itself a long vowel. That's how you know to put it on the second to last syllable as opposed to the third to the last syllable. So that's basic pronunciation rules. Now never get it wrong again. Of course I'm joking. The uh, I get it wrong all the time just because of habit. I mean most of us read Lord of the Rings the first time without going to the appendices first because why would you skip to the appendices? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so of course we all end up reading it and just kind of making up our pronunciation as we go. That's why I still sometimes slip out Aragorn because it just, you know, that's kind of like the natural way that I would read that just looking at it. And then of course um, if you grow up watching one of the older movies or even at this point if you're young enough, grew up watching the, the Peter Jackson movies, you might have a different idea how these things are pronounced based on the movies, too. So, for instance, I grew up with the old Hobbit cartoon pronouncing the dragon's name Smog. You know, it sounds like S-M-O-G in English. It's not really correct. It's Smaug. A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-A-U-